if you want to talk more about being black in Beaver County, like what that means to you. I think that having a black voice and just not being afraid to say anything is great. There's a lot of people that get shut down just because they're scared. You create your own fears. If you're gonna be scared of that, then you're gonna be running away from it. I'm not scared of change. I like change. I like seeing new things. You gotta be prepared for everything that the world's gonna hand you. Art definitely taught me that at a young age. If you keep working at something and you keep working at something, you're gonna get it. So you figure it out, or it figures you out. And even then, you're still not even gonna perfect it. It's always gonna be a learning process, if you get what I'm saying. I felt like I kept going back thinking you're talking about art and talking about life and talking about both at the same time. Everything. I don't know. It's like I, I'm sorry. <laughs> My mind it just blows me sometimes. My name is Isla Riley, and you're now listening to the Genesis Collective Podcast. On episode eight, the Genesis Collective's resident filmmaker, Christopher Paget, has a conversation with Beaver Falls artist, Eileen Bradley, recorded as part of the Genesis Collective's Black Creatives and Beaver County interview series. Christopher and Island talk about her passion for creativity and the challenges of being an artist and black woman in Beaver County. And stick around after the interview for our public art highlight. We take a look back in time to a piece of public art in Manaka, Pennsylvania that was once used to show support for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm Kevin Farkas, one of the hosts of the podcast. Now let's get back to our conversation with Island Bradley. I am 21. I am currently self-employed. I just customize shoes and then get that for a profit. And I have a puppy at home that I've raised. I am painting the inside of my house currently. I'm painting it black. It's like a little vibe, and then I'm going to put lights all in the room. I may, I may put a chandelier in my room. I've been thinking about it heavy. But I love to create. I like to just make something that's nothing and turn it into way more than something. Way more. You can take just a flat piece of white paper and turn it into anything that you want it to be. That's one thing about art I love. Do you have an idea why you why you like that kind of process? Yeah, it's like taking it away from reality, honestly. If you think about where we live at, and not everything's always good. A lot of people are losing people left and right. Um, it's like basically just taken away from the outside world that we live in, trying to still be that child that I once was. That's a part of it, honestly. The child that creates always sees stuff from a different point of view than an adult would, where adult thinks work every day, go get money, and you know what I mean? Where you can turn your creativity into a money and do it that way. You're still doing something that you love and you passionately want to do it every day. So, yeah. That's how I look at it. When you're talking about like uh, losing people and like that kind of like need to create and doing something beautiful in this area or just create, is that a hard thing? It's, it is a hard thing when at first when you lose somebody, but then you think about all the memories that you have with that person. So I just think about it like instead of me being sad, I just ask that person, you know, just protect me and talk to them. I pray. When I pray, I talk to them. I take sadness and make it happy. Do you have thoughts on what art or creativity can be in our area or how it can impact our area? 
Yeah, letting people be free and be themselves. Like instead of creating chaos to people from their hurt, they can apply it to any art that they like. And anything is art to me. Even if it's like something business-like, you can still make it a, your creation, for instance, and that makes you happy because you created it. Is there a favorite thing you like to create? I think my favorite thing to do is to make people laugh. Oh yeah? Yeah. There's so much that goes on in my head all day long. All day long. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. And especially if I'm like, I journal a lot, so I'll doodle on the sides. Like what my brain sees, just, I don't have a favorite thing. I love to talk. I like to color. I love to draw. Graffiti, I want to do it so bad. Just like, that's what I'm going to do in my house, I think. What do you like about graffiti? A mark. That's what it is to me. Your name. Your property. It's you. Whenever somebody looks at something that they did, and you're like, oh, wow. And everybody can see it. Yeah, I like that a lot. Hmm. If you could put your name on a big wall outside of your city, just so everybody knows that's you. And that's where you're at. I thought I heard you talking about shoes or something. Oh, I customize shoes. I can take a white shoe and turn it into something completely different. If some people want their name on them, yeah, I'll put the name on them. I'll take the Nike siphon off, put their name on there, do a little nice design, go based off their themes. I have probably made almost like, almost 100 pairs so far, and I've only been doing it for a year. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've, it's great, I love it. It really surprises me what I come up with it sometimes. I was just like, wow, just let my brain go. Sometimes I'll zone out and still be painting. That's scary. <laughs> That's scary. Uh, where did that idea come from? Or where did it... um, I forget, there was this one, I had an all white pair of Jordan 1s. And I was just like, I don't even like when anything is all white. Don't, it's plain, it's boring. So I decided to paint it and I had to do more research because the paint that I used was acrylic paint and it cracked immediately as soon as I put the shoes on. I was like, all my hard work to waste. But then I did go back and I did research and I ended up figuring out how to do it. I would practice at first on a couple pairs and then I got, got good at it fast. And everybody was like, yeah, you should start charging for that. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, at first I wasn't, because I was just practicing, you know, and it would still be some pretty neat ideas, some things that I would have never really, like, thought I would think do. But then once I get into it and actually have a theme for a shoe and I put it my everything into it and just let my brain go, that, it's, it's really dope what I come up with. I like it a lot. So you like to draw a lot. Can you remember like um, your earliest memories of creativity in your life? Yes, vividly. You want to share it? No. <laughs> I used to try to draw SpongeBob all the time. Hmm. I remember that all the time. It didn't matter what was going on. I would try to draw SpongeBob. My parents later on told me in life that I drew like the picture that because I used to always draw him and I used to like this does not look like him like at all. Like I would get mad and I would like try to hide him. They told me that they found it and it looked like him to them, but not to me. And I was probably like seven. So it really looked like that to them. I wasn't, but I was like, no, I gotta get this perfect. Like my mindset was always that. I feel, I feel like during this conversation so far, I feel like I've heard you talk about, in different ways about like having, whether it's a white shoe or a white piece of paper where it's just kind of blank and how that kind of energizes you. Is that fair? Um, it's like, you know how you have a seed. You plant a seed and you have to take care of it in order for it to grow. And once you see what it grows into and it's beautiful, 
I think that's real. That's what excites me. The outcome. So you th- kind of think of it like that, like like at the beginning of a what do you call it? new beginning, mm-hmm. new beginning of anything. You can always there's no matter what there's always a new beginning at somewhere. Is that something you that's like kind of like a life lesson? Oh yeah, honestly, I feel like. Anytime like you feel like you're just overwhelmed, just take a second reset and start from scratch. That's what I used to do whenever I couldn't get it right. If I was drawing, calm down, don't get overworked, reset. You can reset at any time, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that's that's cool how you, it sounds like you use that in your life and in your art. So with the shoes, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Cause if I do mess up, it's like, ah, now I gotta make that mess up a perfection. So I got to think outside the box. Could you like walk me through a little bit, like sort of like the process, like if you like get out a pen and like just kind of like walk through like visually, like what this looks like and what it feels like for you. So usually like if I decide I want to draw just a regular drawing day, it'll probably be like a rainy day outside. And I, don't really like to talk about my feelings a lot to people, so I'll probably write down in my journal and then draw something like however I feel. I used to draw eyes a lot as a as a kid. I don't know why. I just draw eyes, and as the years got old, like I can I can make it like a real eye, but I prefer to make it look like a cartoon, just so it could take that reality away from it. You know what I mean? Like everything doesn't have to be so serious all the time. Everything doesn't have to be so in depth all the time. Can definitely just be playful, but it still looks really neat. And then if I put, as soon as I put the pencil there, I'm just sketching. It's just a sketch at first, just to see what I'm gonna come up with. Sometimes I'll just start drawing circles to see if I can get something, my brain to come up with something. Sometimes I'll draw shapes, then turn it into something else. I'll usually write my name, Try to design stuff for me. Try to think of something that'll be perfect for me, how I feel at that moment. Am I happy? Yeah, usually laughing, playing. Am I sad? Maybe at the moment, that's why I started drawing. Usually when I paint though, it's more of a business. Like I choose what this person's gonna like, dig into their mind. What would they think is gonna be dope on this shoe? You know what I mean? Like if I, if I ship shoes from somebody to Texas before, I realized that I look on her page, I would see that she is a type of, she's a flexy and flashy type of person. She likes glamour. So I would I put a little alien on there with hard eyes. It was crazy. I, was, I liked it a lot. It's, and it just made it, put gems all over it, made it shine. So it stand out, made it different. That's what she liked, she loved them. And I would, and that's what I do for most of the people I do shoes for, yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of life in your artwork. Definitely. I feel like all this kind of ties into like that idea of like uh, when you talked about like graffiti and like expressing yourself, like that's mm-hmm. you out there. You can automatically feel the energy as soon as you see who I am. This idea of being seen keeps coming up. And why do you think it's important to be seen? And do you think that artists are seen in our county? I feel like they're listening, but they're not. It's like a little ear in the back of the crowd that they can hear but not really so much. The artists? I feel like the artists are in the back corner. They can hear us yelling a little bit, and that's because we're not together. Okay. I feel like, honestly, it's like you have your, like in the county, Beaver Falls, it seems like a lot of, in certain areas, that's where you have your people that are together and they're apart. 
where versus you come to Alacupa, everything is together. Like they mean that they're a family, you know what I mean? Like football wise, everybody's at their games. Basketball wise, everybody's at their games, whether it's the girls, the boys. Certain areas, a lot of people don't go to the games and don't support, like, but you're from there. I don't know, but it's divided. It's not like we're one big county versus like Rochester, New Brighton, Beaver, Beaver Falls, Blackhawk, Chippewa. Why do you think our county does feel divided like that? You want me to be honest? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Like not really racism, but like colorism. Like you have, you, if you think about it, Beaver, Blackhawk, Chippewa, they're all on one side. And it's the lower income, where it's Beaver Falls, New Brighton, Rochester. And then Manaka is also on the side with Beaver and Blackhawk. And Hopewell as well, but then Alcoba's on our side, so it's freedom on their side. I think about this often, so it's like I've seen a lot when I played AAU, the girls from Blackhawk, Beaver, and other places would be on other teams where they'll have very few from where I'm from. None from really from Beaver Falls. I'll be the only girl there, only dark skinned girl at that. And it's like not not that it ever felt weird. I never felt like I was being stared at. Even if I was, I didn't really care. Maybe that's what it was. I never really cared. But it's like, that's how it always been to me. It's like some people, they'll look at you different because of your skin color and because of where you come from. Like you, some people will think you're dangerous versus people with this, they don't see color. They just see you for you. I feel home when I'm at, in Midland. I feel home when I'm in Beaver Falls. In Quip, I just feel known. Like I'm not from here, so. I just, everybody knows me and we all, yeah, like, hey, how you doing? Keep it pushing. And if you're in a town that's not the ones you mentioned? I feel eyes. Like, if I go to Beaver, I can definitely feel eyes on me if I'm walking down the street from time to time. Hmm. Depends on where I go. Yeah, definitely. Blackhawk, mm, not so much because, like, that's Beaver Falls 2, 15010, that's our zip code, you know. And <laughs> it's connected, so we have Walmart that connects with theirs, like not so much there, but Beaver, definitely. Did you just say that Walmart is the connecting point? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like I, you go in there, you meet everybody. Like you see all types of people from Blackhawk, Chippewa. Uh, and it's all, we're all in there. Beaver Falls, you, I'll meet, I'll see people I know from the basketball and my grandma didn't even know she was gonna be up there because she's in, in Walmart too. That's, that's where you see everybody at, pretty much. Yeah. We just made a Walmart commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the meeting point though, I feel like. That's where everybody goes for, it's mutual for everybody. That's where you feel open at. So the Genesis Collective, you know, like we're having this like initiative for black artists in the area and, and like the theme is being black in Beaver County. Do you think that was a good idea to have that theme? I think that was a great idea. Yeah? Yes, very much so. I loved it immediately when I heard it and I was like, oh yeah. This was meant for us. I'm gonna share this to all my friends and uh, we need to let them know what we can do. Hmm. It's just that simple. This is our time. Like, If you don't take this opportunity, then that's on you. But you know, if you wanna actually just get your art out there, mm -hmm. I would want you to look at my picture or my sh whatever I create and see life. Hmm. There's life in almost all art. You just gotta look for it. If you want to talk more about being black in Beaver County, like what that means to you. Being black in Beaver County definitely is important to me. I think that having a black voice and just not being afraid to say anything is great. 
There's a lot of people that get shut down just because they're scared. I'm not really scared of anything. You know, it's like you create your own fears. If you're gonna be scared of that, then you're gonna be running away from it. I'm not scared of change. I like change. I like seeing new things. You gotta be prepared for everything that the world's gonna hand you. Art definitely taught me that at a young age. Like you can, if you keep working at something and you keep working at something, you're gonna get it. And it's gonna be easy to you and it's gonna look easier because people don't work at stuff whenever they think that everything should just become to them next, naturally the next day. Don't work like that. You have to work and keep doing it and research on that and deep, like examine it to every single, till, the, till you can't do it anymore, honestly, till you figure it out or it figures you, figure, figures you out. Reverse it, inside out, all of that. Look at it upside down, flip it around. From the back, you have to look at everything from every single angle in order to get it to how you wanted to get it. And even then, you're still not even gonna perfect it. It's always gonna be a learning process, if you get what I'm saying. I heard a musician say that he felt like his music was uh, over like this long career that he had, like a lifelong conversation he was having with the people who listened to his music. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like you're having a conversation with people with your the things you create? Yes, definitely. I think I have a conversation with people through anything that I create. I can put a face of a loved one that passed away onto a shoe, and I have. I, I can definitely do it with words too. So like, I can genuinely tell you how I feel openly and maybe add a little razzle to it, if that makes sense, always. That razzle part is very much a part of like- Art. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a little extra, that's it. I'm definitely, yeah. The Genesis Collective is gathering artists together and stuff like that and doing stuff together. If you could paint a picture of what you think that looks like for our county, for artists to work together, do you have an idea of what that would look like? The moment you said it, I just automatically picture a city with the world on top of it, with a kind of a silver glow around it, and then maybe a word together right in the middle in big, bright letters. I don't know what color yet, but definitely city, world, glow, together. And then it will look like happy. It will look like love. All right. Well, thanks, Island. Thanks for doing this. Was there anything else you wanted to say about art or anything in our area? Be yourself. Don't care about what anybody has to say about you. Do what you feel is right. Just feel. It is okay to feel. People try to hide their emotions. That's what's not okay. You're going to go crazy inside. Do what you feel. You've been listening to Beaver County artist Island Bradley of Beaver Falls. We want to thank Island for sitting down with us recently to record her thoughts and reflections about art and being an artist. Soon you'll be able to read Island's story from today's episode in our online publication called Featured Artists, Stories to Tape. Look for the book on the Genesis Collective podcast page. There you can read the stories and see photos of all our guest artists appearing on the show. On each episode, we feature a different piece of public art in Beaver County, from painting to sculpture, from the grand to the demure, from serious to silly. Public artworks 
are significant expressions about who we are and what we care about. They commemorate people, places, and events. They recognize history. And sometimes, public art is used to champion a cause, such as breast cancer awareness. For many years now, the Pennsylvania Breast Cancer Coalition and many other health organizations, local governments, businesses, and individuals around the world have marked October as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast cancer is a serious public health threat. It's estimated that each day in Pennsylvania, 37 women are diagnosed with breast cancer. In fact, as of this year, it has become the most common cancer diagnosed in America and around the world. Nearly 30% of all new cancers diagnosed in women will be a breast cancer. Fortunately, breast cancer is a very treatable disease for women and men, but only if it is detected early before it can spread. Still, modern treatments can often control breast cancer for years, even if it has spread, making it more important than ever to detect and treat the disease as early as possible. Stopping breast cancer starts with awareness and education, and we've been using public art to help in these efforts. Take for example, the pink water fountains that tend to spring up around October each year. They're hard to miss, of course, which serves as a not so subtle reminder that breast cancer can be beaten, but only with routine screenings and regular health care. For this episode, we take a look at the Manaka Municipal Water Fountain located at George Washington Plaza on Pennsylvania Avenue. Once upon a time, it served the community as an important and artistic reminder of breast cancer awareness. We know this from a photograph by Tom Dickon taken on October 26, 2012. But like so many other municipal water fountains around Beaver County that once served as public art, we can no longer see the fountain at Manaka's Church Washington Plaza. That's because it's been decommissioned. Flowers now grow where the water used to rise up and cascade. However, throughout our region, it's still possible to see a few public water fountains turn pink in recognition of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Check out the show notes to this episode to see examples from Newcastle downtown Pittsburgh, and our state capital. These colorful displays remind us to think pink. Now, water is the symbol of life and longevity. Pink water fountains serve as a reminder of lives that have been too often cut short by breast cancer. But more important, pink fountains remind us to inspire hope and to show support now for those affected by breast cancer. Be proactive, donate to a breast cancer-related charity or research organization, and let's encourage our loved ones at risk for the disease to get screened and examined by a healthcare professional. That does it for this episode of the Genesis Collective Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring local Beaver County artists, more art talk, news, and events about the Genesis Collective, and our spotlight on public art throughout the county and in your community. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the Genesis Collective Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
and visit us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, gcollective.org. The Genesis Collective, supporting local artists and their work, making art more accessible, and putting art back into our communities. I'm Kevin Farkas. See you next time. You are listening to a production of the Genesis Collective. Supporting local artists and their work. Making art more accessible. And putting art back into our communities. What I want you to know above all is that the Genesis Collective is about you. It's about our community. It's about something that is crucial to who you are as a human being. It taps into a power that we don't realize we have. Artists are making things. This is who they are and what they want to do. Please dream with us, get involved.